Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. New activation and upfront payment for three-month plan required. Taxes and fees extra. Additional restrictions apply. See mintmobile.com for full terms. It's easy to get lost in the latest true crime podcast. Or your favorite binge-worthy show. But what about your own story? That's the most important story of all. And therapy helps you write it. BetterHelp Therapy is 100% online and designed to be convenient and flexible enough to squeeze in between the next episode on your list. Get started today at BetterHelp.com slash pause for 10% off your first month. Jonathan Pierce. Terry Alderton. Do you like shoes, madam? And friends. <laughs> JP and T, the football friendly. Hello, everybody. Thank you ever so much for joining us on JP and T, the football friendly. We've been off for a few days for various reasons. The uh, the climax of the season is fast upon us this weekend. Then we've got the cup final, we've got the Champions League final. The playoffs are unbelievable entertainment and great value at the moment. Uh, it's all it's all percolating up nicely for that mm-hmm. weekend. And uh, BBC have sent me to Leicester at West Ham, Terry. Um, the, the equation if Everton beat Bournemouth, then there's nothing Leicester or Leeds can do. But I've just got a sneaky feeling that Bournemouth might get a draw at Everton, you know. It's going to be really gripping all the way through that last day. Um, and I was there for a lot of the Leicester games when they won the title, you know. I'm there now to see if they can stay in the Premier League or will they become the second Premier League champion to be relegated after Blackburn all those years ago? Ah, uh, yeah. It's. Um... <sighs> It's a weekend of football, like you said. It's also my favourite weekend because it is the playoffs. I love the playoffs. Uh, and the fact that Coventry and um, 
Luton, Luton. If Luton play the way they did against Sunderland uh, at home in that last leg of that of the of the semi final, then I can't see Coventry having a chance in hell. They were unbelievable, mate. I mean, they, like you know, they don't like it up them. They certainly didn't like it up. It was an incredible game of football. And then, of course, the, the five all. Uh, you know, going on down down the leagues with um, that massive comeback for Sheffield Wednesday as well. So exciting. I love the playoffs. And they, that's just the semis. So the finals to come. And of course, like you've just said, who's going to stay up? I mean, we've got the Premier League as well. So it's all to play for, Jonathan. I mean, the, 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 the rise and rise of Luton and Coventry, astonishing really for where, where they've been to. I used to go with my father-in-law at the time to see Luton stand on the open end as it was mm-hmm. many, many moons ago, uh, back in the 80s. And, you know, they were they were an established Premier League side for years and years and years. Um, you know, Plastic they had the pitch. great escape. Da- pitch. Yeah, David Pleat kept them up and yes. danced on the pitch, remember? That? That's right. You remember Luton Town, Nine years ago, were playing. Were uh, just uh, come up from the conference. They won their last game against Hyde United in April fourteen, and now they're playing at Wembley. You know, in the in the final of this, it, it's astonishing. It, it's a Co- brilliant story because two thousand seven they went down, didn't they, to the conference? And Co- yeah, and, and and Coventry City, look where they've been. A nomadic existence, having mm. to play away from home, couldn't play their, their first home games of the season because because of their uh, stadium issues, and then oh, he's cut himself off. Why did he cut himself off? <laughs> he's just fiddling with his screen, and he's cut himself off. Oh, he's he's been sent to Coventry. Yeah. I did it. I'm here all week. I'm here all week. Fill in. I wonder if they come back to us. It is interesting, though, that the Coventry, uh, as Jonathan was about to say, I think, is incredible that, as a South End fan, thinking to myself, where the different places I've seen them play, and then, of course, it was only two seconds ago that South End were playing Luton right down in the bottom leagues. Now... They are, as he said, battling for uh, battling for the Premier League, which is quite something else. Um, I'm going to try and get him back on. You'll have to bear with me a second, everyone. Arrgh! That's another podcast I've got. If you can bear to listen to something that's completely crazy and loopy. Wow, where is he? All I can hear is my son's music. Okay. Here he comes. He's coming back in now. He's back in. He disappeared. I was just telling everyone you just cut yourself off for no reason. Well, where was I? You, I was, I was carrying on what you said about Coventry, and as a South End fan, I continued professionally without you. That as a South End fan, you talk about nomadic. I've seen him um, play in different grounds over the years, um, and then of course Luton, as you say. The other thing about Luton, as well as away fans, you know, you have to walk through people's gardens, which is kind of weird. But you were saying about Coventry, and of course they were out of business at one point, and now it's, the, the the job that Mark Robbins has done there is, is absolutely sensational, and the football club deserves mighty credit as well for sticking with him. And um, again, you know, all the way through my sort of teenage years and up through, uh, the, 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 this was an established top flight team went to Wembley won the cup against Tottenham Hotspur great names have played there over the years and then through mismanagement ill fortune call mm. it whatever you like they sunk to the, you know, the lowest of the lows and uh, and 
you know, there very nearly wasn't a Coventry City. So they call it this great cliche that it's the richest game of, in, in, in football. Um, whoever comes up um, will be certainly the Red Hot favourites to go back down again. But they can build using the money as long as they don't do some, something stupid. You know, and that takes us back to this battle to stay in, in, in the Premier League, mm. which is just unbelievable. I can't see Leeds doing it because even if they win, I think Leicester and or Everton will pick up victories so I think Leeds are done and the, the whole experiment of bringing Sam uh, back in big Sam back in has not worked no. you know he, he said that the you know he's, there's been muted criticism of his players I see that um, they were saying this week that um, Luke Aylin was saying that the fitness levels have dropped since the days of uh, Bielsa they were freakishly high those fitness levels they couldn't possibly sustain those um, and, and you know there were there were grumbles from one or two of the players and Tottenham need a result there Terry because Tottenham have to better the Aston Villa uh, result to, to to get into Europe you know otherwise mm-hmm. the new manager coming in uh, it looks as if it's going to be Arnie Slot from Feyenoord he's won the title there Feyenoord um, very distressed to be losing him I said that on match of the day on Saturday and it now looks as if he's a firm favourite to go in but will he go you know will he, will he decide on that if before Tottenham play that last game if they're not in Europe they've, they've, they Villa are a point above them Villa are at home to a, a Brighton side that will have played already this week against Manchester City there has to be a huge goal swing 16 goal swing to stop Villa finishing above Brighton uh, to allow Villa to finish above Brighton and get that Europa League slot. So Brighton yep. are done. Brighton, Brighton are in the Europa League slot, really. So it's Villa and Tottenham. Villa at home to Brighton, who's, who's what a journey. What a sensational journey they've had this season. And Tottenham, will he go in there? Arnie Slot, you know, it might be confirmed by the time they play at the weekend, but it's odds on Tottenham won't be in Europe, you know. No, I, I totally agree with you. And I'm just looking at the table there as well. I'm just. It's quite unbelievable. Uh, well, it's like seeing Chelsea twenty-five years ago at twelfth as well. It's that—that's an incredible change of fortunes, you know. I've, I felt very emotional about Tottenham when I was there at the weekend because it was—it was forlorn. It's an unbelievable stadium, you know. I, I said in the commentary, it didn't make the edit. I don't think I said, uh, um, you know, I've seen at times forty thousand Tottenham fans in raptures. I've seen 40,000 Tottenham fans absolutely irate with fury, Mm. but I can't ever remember seeing 40,000 Tottenham fans totally apathetic. And that was the mood there at the weekend. They were totally apathetic. Mm. Um, You know, it's it's a broken club at the moment, and I said they need to rediscover themselves and revitalise the football club. I've got a feeling that Harry Kane will stay there. Do you? Yes, I, I, I said it before on the podcast. I think he'll stay there. And, do you think uh, that's to do with family and stuff, though? Do you I think, think he's happy his, to I think be living his in contract his... down, Terry. I think he'll run his, oh. his contract mm-hmm. down. The other and, thing uh, about Tottenham Stadium, just really quickly, you were saying about that. Uh, it was always argued that that stadium is so great and amazing that it's a cup final for everyone when they turn up there. <laughs> it's like let's ruin the party. Yeah, let's turn up to this amazing stadium and beat them. And it, it's yep. not what. In fact. I'm talking out my backside. I'd like to know the stats on that. Uh, this season, I mean, you can you you can look at the record for Tottenham this season at home. Um, they've won twelve at home, which only Man City, Arsenal, uh, um, Manchester United, and, and Liverpool, I think, have won more home games than them. They haven't drawn. They've lost. They've lost six, which is the highest equal highest number of home defeats of anyone in the top 12 so it, you know it's been decent for them I think 
Mm, that new Tottenham ground but in terms of money making don't forget they missed out on a year of money making from concerts from American sports from big boxing or whatever because of Covid so they're yeah, behind but, but on, didn't we all though they, I mean that, but that but, was for every football club wasn't it that's why I like little clubs yeah, but not so every trouble. football club has that built that in in, into their budget, Terry. No, you I th- I, you're, what you're saying is they, they, they obviously went, right, we'll spend this because we know we're going to get A, Z, Y and B back at some point and they haven't, right. Yeah, so they're behind on schedule where they wanted to be financially uh, on that on that respect, I would think. Mm. And, um, you know, all is not happy there. Um, I got no. someone who's very close to the, the chairman has told me that, you know, that there is real disquiet behind the scenes and uh, they will get stronger. That brings me back to the point, you know, people are saying, oh, Bournemouth go to Everton. You know, they're, they're, they're done. Bournemouth, what a fantastic season. Gary O'Neill should be a candidate for manager. Not in my mind, because he was brought in to win football matches fairly early on and keep them in the division. And yes, he has. Mm. But it... Footballer of the um, manager of the year should go to, to an exceptional, an exceptional achievement, and Manchester City win the trouble if they do, or no. even having won the league, that he he'd be manager of the year. You know, he has to be, especially with yeah. the treble. Yeah. So, but Gary Neal's done a fantastic job. Now, the, here's the rub: people say Bournemouth will go that they're on the beach. If if you're Bournemouth, do you want Everton next season to be in the Premier League when you know that Everton? will be stronger under Sean Dyche with the prospective new owners coming in they'll be on a different financial footing perhaps they can get better players in the new stadiums get in there slowly 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 do you want Everton to be a Premier League opponent for you next season or do you want Leicester City to be a Premier League opponent next season with ageing players some out of contract same owners same financial pickle there in at the moment mm. no for me if I'm Bournemouth I want to put Everton down. I know that's. I know Everton fans will find that very hard to swallow. But you know, I think sometimes that's the way it works. They think well, ahead for next season. Also, if the games go the right way, um, wins, losses, and X, Y, Z, uh, Bournemouth can still finish like thirteenth or something. So it's not. It's not a disgraceful. Uh, disgraceful. It's not. They've not been disgraced this season if they if they get there. Um, just also well, brilliant, back to, been brilliant Bournemouth in the second half they've been the brilliant season. but I want to just say one thing as well and, and we'll come on to Forest as well because they've hit their, they've hit their uh, they've suddenly gelled at the end of the year haven't they I mean you've brought all these players in, and then they, they've gelled and come together just because they need a mention and we haven't mentioned it talking about playoff games the also the Notts County and uh, Chesterfield game crikey and rightly so Forest County sorry won that because they should yeah. have done that because they were so far clear up I just wanted to bring that up because we always talk about the Premier League and we should it was a phenomenal game of football oh, it, was, it was sensational Notts really did it the hard way didn't they in the end they really did um, it the hard way yeah, it was fun. It was a wonderful weekend. I was listening to Darren Fletcher being interviewed uh, on the radio. Worked in Nottingham for a long time. Was on the board at Notts County. Big Forest man as well. And what a what a weekend it was with Forest staying up. All those great scenes. Mm. And um, you know, Steve Cooper, young British manager. Well done for him. And um, yeah, Notts County back in the league. You know, the great history of Notts County. I tell you, my Notts County Bristol City story. No, but I bet it involves drinking. No, it doesn't. When we, when I was doing the when I was doing the video work with my dad, you know, very young, and we were the first ones to do it, as I mentioned to you beforehand. We went up to Meadow Lane and we tra- travelled up with the first team, the first team coach. I would have been about fourteen at the time, I guess, maybe fifteen. Anyway, and they went up to Notts County, and I bought myself a golden goal ticket with my uh, 
few coppers that I had with me, a little bit of pocket money. Remember the golden goal? You had to get, you bought a ticket, and then inside would be a time, uh, right, sixty-three okay. minutes, twenty-one seconds, whatever. And if the goal yeah. was scored in that that time, you won the you won the money, which I think Terry was a hundred quid <laughs> back back in those times, right? Anyway, so. And we, we were filming the game from behind the goal in the old scoreboard. It's the only place they could put us. So we, we, it was brilliant until until the start of the second half because at half time, Matey had come along and where, you know, people won't remember this, but there was a scoreboard at A, B, C, D, E and next to the letters there were little slots that the man came and put the sc- <laughs> slotted in the scores. So A might have been Arsenal against Leicester, whatever, he slots in the two, one half time. The first five minutes, of course, of the second half, we couldn't see anything. Because he's blocked out our camera view. Anyway, and then there was there was a bit of a roar or whatever, and uh, we got the view back. Bristol City uh, against Notts County. I've won the golden goal. Yes. The upshot of this is I've won the golden goal. The unfortunate thing is the goal scorer was David Rogers of Bristol City in his own net. Oh. Own goal. And I'm travelling on the first team coach. I get back on the coach. They're all there. They've been beaten, dismayed. And I get back on. I've gone, yay, on the golden goal. And they've all looked at me. And I've realised they're looking at me daggers because it was an own goal. But it was a lot of money for me at that time. But Bloody right. They Bloody gave me right. pelters. They gave me pelters. Oh, the you first deserve pelters. You deserve pelters. Yeah. You, you deserve that. You know, you come on, go, give it the bigger than about your money. And they're like, they probably weren't even earning that, poor sods. <laughs> Um, going back to uh, to Forest then, just uh, uh, on their pomp there, the, I, I knew they were going to be Arsenal. I know he's gone again. He, he fiddles with his green and he disappears. <laughs> he fiddles with his screen and he cuts himself off every time. He's back again. You think you think he'd be you think he'd be good at this, wouldn't you? He just keeps cutting himself off, mucking around with his screen. Right, he's back. He's back. Um, no, because he had gone. That's why I was pushing. You must have seen a little bit later because I was pushing to try and get back up again. You'd gone. You disappeared. Anyway, you're back. So Forrest, um, what I was what I was just touching upon there, you know, that they've hit this form. And I knew that Arsenal were going to lose. The wheels have fallen off. You know, I reckon some of them are on the, on the, on the beach. I mean, if they won it, They'd, they'd still be arguably would maybe just no, have been in it no, wouldn't they no, no, there's no, no way they were going to win it they went and walked into that game knowing they were going to lose and the thing is Forrest you know like I said they've hit some form there um, you, you, I don't think you can look at great form at the, the end of the season it's just it's each game at the end of the season is like a cup final Terry and you can't you, you, unless you're on a huge run of form like a massive Manchester City run of form um when they just they've won so many games in a row now, mm. and they're peerless at doing that. Um, they are peerless at doing that in the Premier. They're the only team that can, I think, string 10, 11, 15 wins together. Um, then, then the rest of it is just bang, ninety minutes cup final, bang, ninety minutes cup mm. final, and that and that's what it is. And you know, Forest have got over the line. Their home form is sensational. I still think they'll if they don't improve their away form, they'll struggle badly next season. Um, I, I think I don't think they'll strengthen hugely in terms of numbers in because they've got so many players there anyway. Um, and in fact, it probably probably do Steve Cooper the best if he can shed a few of those and get a more consolidated, unified squad in there. But it's brilliant for them. They've stayed up, yeah. you know, and and the, and the, and the three worst performing teams in the Premier League this season will go down and, and, and 
the four the four worst performing teams over the ten months so far have been those four at the bottom: mm. Southampton, Leicester, um, and uh, Everton, and uh, Leeds United. So, but my point about Forest finding the form is, I'm thinking about that that rolling on to next season. You know, I think what they've done is they've they've started to gel. I think. I think they've started to gel as a team. You know, they've each player's found their position, they found their feet. I think each player knows where to play the ball when so and so's in sort of sort of what position. They've got this whole bit of a bit of a rhythm going on, which I think will take them over into next next year. But you're, well, right, you're, right. Though, you're right though about Bournemouth though. That's an interesting point. I never really thought about that. The fact that, you know, do you want Everton and and you don't want to sorry Everton, but you know, that's a powerhouse to be still in the Premier League next year that you're not going to want, and that's a good point. West Ham scraped it as well, haven't they? I mean, they 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 seem to be a scraping team at the moment. They need to bring some players. Oh in. no, I disagree with you, man. I think I I I think there are lots of factors as to why West Ham haven't done in the league what they wanted to do. They they've been committed to this European Conference League. I've done nearly every game. You think that that's Conference that's league. hindered them? No, I don't think it's hindered that. I think it's because it, it, if they win a trophy, it won't have hindered them, will it? And you know they're favourites to win that trophy. They've they've been terrific in that competition all through the campaign. Um, they've only failed to win one game in it, and that was a draw uh, against Ghent. So um, I think they've been sensational. There were other factors in. in there were tired legs from last season. Um, every club has had a season jaundiced by the World Cup break um, because it's affected players forget in a different about way. That. Forget about that, don't we? Yeah, so, uh, and they're talking about another one now, another Winter World Cup. Not the next one, but the one after us, perhaps in Saudi. Shouldn't happen, probably will then. Um, I, think, I think West Ham, to be where they are, they've hit the 40-point mark. And to be in a European final, having been in a European final, semi-final, semi-final last season, is brilliant. And I hope that they remember that with David Moyes in the summer. Um, remember, I said on this weeks and weeks and weeks ago, I thought the, I thought it wouldn't surprise me if David. If the plan was that David went having won the European Conference League and I still wouldn't mind but I, have, I have no insider inf- information on that but knowing the man he is uh, I think he'd want to go out on a high and I hope West Ham United fans really respect him for that Well, So you think he's going to he'll walk at the end of the is his contract up then? I just think you know. I, I think it would be time. I, I, I think if you go out on a trophy, um, you know, does he want a season come November where maybe they haven't had a brilliant start and everyone's belly aching? The the pressure now on managers and people say, "Oh, look, you shouldn't say they're pressurised because they earn millions and millions." It's not that. It's mm. the mental pressure. If, if you've ever coached at any level, you know you're un, you're under pressure. You think about it all the time, all the time, and that's that's what it is for him and he's incredibly proud man he's 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 a passionate football man and he'd want to win as many games as he can and it just takes its toll and you know if he can go out on a high like this then then go out on that high um and i i don't want to i don't think he wants to be in a position where everyone's belly aching the social media pressure is intolerable for families there's a little bit of an experiment i think coming up now in the french open tennis i was reading about which is very interesting Mm. where the where the authorities are are going to filter the social media of all the competitors uh, if they sign up to it and that will filter out abusive comments from their social media sites and I think that's a very interesting thing very very interesting if, if, if oh, 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 attack, attack of the dogs 
Yeah. Hold on, hold on. So, they, they, do, they don't agree with you. Hold on one I know, second. they clearly don't. Hold on. How unprofessional. Get out, get out, I don't even know they're in. Not even, I'm not even going to edit that out. I'm not even editing that out. No, leave it in. I have to live with that. I have to live with that dog barking. Yeah, sorry, go on, yeah, the tennis and their filtering. Yeah, so it, that would be interesting if that gets extended through, um, you know, to everyone's social media in the Premier League, then it would be a better place. Or, Wouldn't it be the, great to extend it to everyone, even school children it, and stuff? In, in the world. <laughs> but on the other hand, why, why you know, I always say, if you're going to do social media, then you've got to take the... Some of the brickbats are terrible. All the death threats and the abuse and, you know, I hope you die. I had them a few years ago and... Um, I think you know, if you're on... That's why, that's why I don't do Twitter under my own name. Well, here's that, the thing, though. You don't need yeah. to be on it to be hammered. That's the point. You know, you go on about yeah. social media, I don't do it all that. Look at poor old Darren Moore the other week. What, what, what the hell is that all about? And also, Valicius Jr., did you see that yesterday? When he that turned up, and there was there was there, there was thousands of them screaming that he was a monkey. It's it's, it's what is the Spanish on? authorities have never done anything about it. It's a it's. And I'll tell you what, are they, are they thick or something? I'll tell you what, UEFA and FIFA don't do enough about it, and the the, the players taking the knee. I understand why it was created I applauded it at the time I still applaud it I don't think it's done what it set it out set out to and now when you see it it's a rather bland thing to mm. see um, I think it's lost its power um, and it, uh, th th there needs to be stronger action taken against these people and for me the strongest action is to shut the, the stadium down well, they, you know, they, 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 it's any, unacceptable. Uh, well, any opposition doing that should be deducted points. I mean, you can't get if you. But then again, you know, how do you? It's not even you're punishing people for doing something you cannot believe they're actually doing. I mean, it's horrific. It's make it. It, it makes you you're unintelligent for starters. If if you if you're bringing out that, that to a, to a football match and, and then there's thousands of human beings chanting at another human being. I mean, it's he's disgusting. a person. He's a he's a person. Yeah. He, he should come and play here, Felicius Junior. If you're listening, mate, come and play in this country. You won't get it here. You will it's get the odd idiot, unfortunately, but you won't get that. Did no you way. see? Do you see what they did in Brazil in in support of him? They the the statue of Christ the Redeemer on the mountain above Rio is lit up every night, yeah. and they turn the lights off for an hour um, in in protest at the lack of action taken by Spanish authorities at the racism in their in their football grounds. And you know, Vinicius has said, as far as Brazil is concerned, Spain is a racist country. That's that's what his he he believes that you know so strongly in it. It is disgusting. It's disgusting that we see it in European competition. Italy as well. O'Connell there too. Should be a three strike three strike rule. Three strike rule. You know, once you warned, second time the uh, ground is closed for a period of time, one, two, three, whatever games it is, according to the severity, third time, bang, that's it, you're out of competition, you're banned from competitions. We were banned for five years, English clubs. Yeah. But even even if you're banning people, it still it still baffles me that there are people out there with, with that mentality that they think that that is acceptable at any point, at any junction, in any point of anyone's life, that 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 is acceptable. That is just not. That's just horrible and wicked. That's. I, I just feel so sorry for him. And any any people of of, of colour playing football get who get that. It's just awful. It's just awful. Anyway, we got we gone off topic there. I got a little bit emotional. It pisses me off. That's what it does. 
But yeah, well, it's an, it's an evil in the world. I'm, I'm reading a book called Just Mercy, which is a fantastic book, and in it it says, I think one of the thing, one of the stats is that one in four black Americans born this century will go to prison. Well, it's an just, unbelievable figure. It's an, unbe- it's an unbelievable figure, and it's still going on in this world of ours right now. And it's it's appalling. It's uh, absolutely opportunities, appalling. opportunities, you know, and and well, you've that's a whole other topic, a whole other podcast. Um, in other news, let's turn it back to football. Uh, I see uh, Troy Deeney is also um, part in company with six other people from Birmingham, this city. Yeah, I think this I city think Troy, this year. Troy's coming to the coming to the end. He's is coming he? to the end. You know, he's doing more more media work. Yeah. I've always enjoyed his company when I've uh, interviewed him. And nice lad, I imagine, isn't he? Yeah, he's he's uh, he's what he's what it says on the tin. Um, what you see from him, and um, I wouldn't like getting I wouldn't like getting an argument with him. He's a big boy, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> he's he's a yeah. big old club. He's, he's been terrific over the years, I think. And he uh, has, yeah. So he'll move into media, I would think. And um, yeah, there, there's there, there are lots of things going on. Going to go on <coughs> this summer with players leaving, players moving on. What's going to happen at PSG? It's very interesting. Um, what's going to happen with Carrier Harry Kane? I'm, I've been told from someone again who knows the club. This may not happen, but that he will he will uh, stay on and yeah, you see his contract I, out. Um, and then I think he he will go. It wouldn't be surprised. Wouldn't surprise me if he went to Manchester City. I'm. I gather, and whether this is true or not, but I gather that uh, Haaland's uh, get out clauses. If Real Madrid come in for him, so if Real come in for him in a couple of years' time, he moves on um, to Real. Everyone wants. Everyone wants to go to Real in the end. All players do. Now, in the meantime, they can't get Haaland and Mbappe in the same summer because financial fair play. Mm-hmm. Does Mbappe move this summer? The Paris Saint-Germain situation is really interesting um, because it's so many things could fall into place. Does Jose Mourinho go there? He's taken Roma to another final. If he wins the Europa League final, it, they, he's taken them into the Champions League. It wouldn't be unlike Jose to go out again, big pomp and circumstance, cameras are on him, he's done it before, the major final, and suddenly announces, that's it, I'm gone. Um, there are rumours that, that are growing and growing in Paris that he goes in there. Because uh, Galtier hasn't won the Champions League, so he's not long for this world as, as Paris Saint-Germain manager. Now, what happens? Do, do they cash in on Mbappe this summer and he goes? Again, does he wind down his contract? He extended that contract last year. Um, Messi, uh, they're still, again this week, renewed stuff coming out of Barcelona that he'll go back there. I cannot understand how it worked financially. So for me, it's just prolonging the fact that Messi will go to Saudi Arabia. Um, Neymar, they don't want there, but they can't offload him because of his wages. Kayla Navas goes back there from Nottingham Forest after his loan period. They're desperately, desperately trying to offload Kayla Navas for the last 18 months, two years since Donnarumma went in. No one in France can afford his wages. The French situation, the whole of it, the whole league is really important, Terry, now, mm. for European football because it's become a market garden for young talent it's become it's become a nursery for young talent a lot of Premier League clubs are looking at France because they realise they can get really good value there from the players that are coming out of France France isn't a rich league until it doesn't have a great TV deal or anything like that so it is a selling league and there's good value in there and at the top end um, players will, will 
like Neymar, will they be happy just to sit there on the fat wages at PSG or is there genuine ambition and do PSG really want him? This is a very interesting situation for me watching PSG. I, fi- uh, I, I finished my French season with BT in, uh, not this weekend, I'm doing PSG uh, against Strasbourg, away at Strasbourg this weekend when they've all but mathematically won the title again, but it's been scratchy for them and they need to improve. And if they do improve, they get a Mourinho. And if they do improve, improve the defence and become a real heavy, uh, heavy weight and a hard hitter in the Champions League, it will it will make that interesting too. So this it, the whole summer for me is really interesting. Football never stops now, Terry. No, it doesn't stop. It doesn't stop. It it, it really doesn't. <laughs> I mean, it's, there's no seasonal break anymore. We will be on to something else like international, whatever it is, leagues and all that nonsense. Here, let me ask you this. Um, I was thinking the other day. I was saying to my son actually. Imagine if Liverpool got Mount and Rice in the middle, right? <clears throat> and then he went to me, rightly so. Yeah, but what if Rice just goes to Chelsea now and Mount then decides to stay because they're good mates? Can you imagine those two together? I think Mount needs Rice. Rice, Mount. I think that's going to make all the difference. What if Mount goes to Arsenal and Rice no, goes, goes to, to no, Arsenal? No, no, no. If they both go to... He goes to Chelsea. I'm thinking Rice goes to Chelsea and I Mount Rice stays. Rice is going to Arsenal. Do you reckon that? Rice- that's what I'm asking you. I think Rice is going to Arsenal, so what if Mount goes to Arsenal? Yeah, that's the, the, the two together, I think, is a, a winning combination, and they're like their best well, the, the, as well. Well, the only thing about I don't think Arsenal need Rice because they've got players in the. In well, that that's position. my point. That's uh, why uh, I was getting think, about uh, Liverpool. Sorry, I got Liverpool. that wrong. I don't think Arsenal need Mount. They need Rice. Rice, and, right? And I think yeah. that I think the, I think from what I've heard that that's going to go through. So. Um, I don't, I don't think they necessarily need Mount. They've got players in the wide positions already. Um, Shut up! Newcastle. <laughs> Newcastle might come in. He's not saying that to me. You said that to me. You said, I. Shut up! You're looking at me. You're Shut looking up. At me. Hey, you, must be. you must be looking at me. Um, are you looking at me? The yeah. dogs are doing my head in. Go on. Mount. I think yeah. Mount would interest Newcastle. How about Gallagher and Mount to Newcastle? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Chelsea. That's a good shout as well. You know. That is a really good shout. I mean, they've, they, he's doing he's doing great guns there, isn't he? I mean, and they they've got a great side, but they've not got a side of superstars. You know what I mean? It's he's what he's got there and what he's done with, and the, the way he's got Joe Linton running around and, and working, he's like a battle axe. That guy, it's like a great big warhead for them. Yeah, it's 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 for them. It's simple. It it simples, isn't it? It simples. It, he gets his defenders to defend. He gets correct. his wide men to stay wide, and he gets Callum Wilson to score goals. Oh, and Callum wow. Wilson what? given service will always look score at him, goal. Callum Wilson. And he's missed how many games has he missed as well? Look how many he's, goals he's yeah. scored. I don't. I don't think they. I don't think they're a great side. I think they've got great supporters who stuck with them. I think they're a very good side with a very good manager. But it'll be interesting once now the expectation mm. levels rise, how Correct. it will play, play out next year. Um, he's got to keep things upwardly mobile. He's got to keep that curve rising all the time. But they can't get ahead of themselves. Next season, I know we're moving on already. We haven't finished this one yet. But uh, if Brighton continue their upper curve, they keep Deserby. Deserby, um, one or two players come in. I think they'd accept losing... Uh, Alexis McAllister to Liverpool for something like £80 million. Whether or not they'd let Casado go at the same time, I think internally, funnily enough, McAllister is a super player and a World Cup winner. I think they value internally Casado is more important to the club for the job he does. 
left. So if you're talking about um, the money they got for Cucurella, 63 million, Casado's got to be worth 70 plus. Yeah, I'm not a big Cucurella fan. Is 80 plus. I find so, it amazing that he went for 63 million. Yeah, but anyway, but, what do I know? But Brighton will, re- re- Brighton will reinvest those, those funds and buy sensibly. They will be 7th, 8th, 6th, 5th, who knows next season. Manchester United will be, people are saying, stronger. I think Manchester United will take a while to get stronger, to be honest. Man City will be there again. Um, mm. Arsenal, I think, will be there again. I, I think that's an upwardly mobile story. Newcastle, it's going to be it's going to be fascinating. Liverpool, what happens in the summer is absolutely crucial for them. Um, and and you know there will be a surprise team around about the top seven, top eight next season. I hope Southampton get back, Terry. Yeah. I yeah. hope they get back. I'm sure they, there's Pompey fans that hope they don't, but yeah. No, when I went there, I went to St Mary's today, they went down and it was a very forlorn place to be, a uh, very sad place to be. And um, so I, I do hope they come back up. But that's they're, another, they're, another, they're another kind of, uh, because mainly because they changed their stadium for those that remember the old the old ground. And that makes a massive difference. That It's a beautiful football ground, but it's not the fortress that the Dell was. And I think that even over, after all these years, is still proving to be that point. It's a bit like Norwich, isn't it? It's, it's quite a nice thing to say that Southampton and Norwich, and there are a few others, <laughs> the fans are too nice. It's not hostile enough, you know. Yeah, that's the, it's the point that it's not hostile enough. Yeah, um, it's just nice. They're just they nice get... people, and they, and it's never you know, and that's no detriment to them. But you want you want the fear of God of you as a player, don't you? You know, on, you, on the on the field, they haven't been. They they got rid of Romeo, um, and that he was a player who put his foot in. And they really haven't had that. They've brought in too many young players this season. And you know, does Ward Prowse does stay or does he go? There's half a dozen. It's also the management thing as well. We we spoke about Jonesy, of course, and I feel sorry for for um, for him in the fact that he he must be kicking himself, thinking I should never have left Luton because that's his team that that's going to you know as a chance of going up there. So I, 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 Nathan must be thinking, why did I do it again? But it, it, and now this, uh, you know, your man who's there now, who's the manager now? God, Ruben Sellers. Thank you. What's he? St- I looked him up. There's not really much about him. He's, no, he's he, he's he's been a youth manager um, and then come up through that sort of side of management. Um, and he wants a job permanently. I don't think he will get the job permanently. I think they'll they'll they're already looking to bring in someone else to replace him. Um, and there are lots of managers out there. Graham Potter does he go into Leicester? As uh, people are saying, you know, um, I don't think I think Salas has done enough to keep the job. Uh, and I, and I think I know he's a friend of yours, and I know you might. I think the Nathan Jones thing relegated Southampton. I think I think that whole decision to get rid of Hassan all to bring in Nathan Jones, the way he conducted himself, well, I lack think of what experience he, he had at top level relegated Southampton. He, he probably should have gone in uh, a little bit differently. We weren't there, but if I know what he's done, he's probably tried to stamp his authority into the team and gone in all guns blazing, I'm the boss kind of thing, where maybe he should have walked in and gone, right, what's up? Why is this not working? And then listen to the boys first. Because they wouldn't have known him probably as well. You know, Why would they know of him? That's the thing, isn't it? If you send someone in there... You know, of having said that, your man we were just speaking about, he's he's just got great calibre, as I was saying. So, anyway, it's all it's all up in the air, and it's all it's all will be's and what's what's nots. Um, I do think though, 
I don't it's know what I'm on about. It's and what's nots. I don't know what I'm on about. I've suddenly had a crash in my brain. My brain's just suddenly gone... That's because you're kicking all you know the time. You're very busy at the moment, aren't you? That's I'm great. really busy. I've 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 had I've had losses in my life, uh, let's say, and I've been very busy, and I'm all over the show. But I'll tell you something, right? I'll tell you something. I just was looking at something else, mm-hmm. and I was going to say about Dean Smith. That's what I was going to do. I was trying to, and that's how I got into bees and what's nots. Because my point was, I was trying to come to a point there. And it's been said a million times in football that you can be absolutely terrible and you get a gig, right? Now, I don't understand with Dean Smith, right, how then he's Villa, boss, he can't do that. Then Norwich turn around and go, well, we need to get out of relegation here. Let's get someone who's done terribly bad and got nearly Villa into relegation. So they signed Dean Smith. He gets to, like, ninth in the league when he leaves, and now he's he's back in the Premier League. I, I don't understand it. So you, any, you were just saying about bringing managers through and what have you. Yeah. I've, Why I've, do they keep going back to the same ones who aren't very good? No disrespect, Dean. But you haven't got a great record, I'm afraid. Well, he he's, his, his win percentage in his career, overall, 605 games as a manager. I only know this because I've done so I'm doing less at the right. weekend, so I've done this. 213 wins in 605 games. That's 35%. Right. And what leagues? Win, right? What leagues? Well, that's throughout Walsall, Brentford. He did a decent job at Brentford. Villa, he took them up into the Premier League through the playoffs. He got them to the League Cup final. They were beaten. Norwich was a downward... I was saying Dean's defence. Norwich was was a club on a downward spiral. Um, And Leicester City, he came in again at a ridiculously difficult time to keep them. If If Leicester go down... The decision lies fair and square on the decision to get rid of Brendan Rodgers. Because I think Brendan Rodgers would have got more out. The first game Dean had was Man City away. Then he's won Wolves at home. Leeds away, should they have got more than a a point there? Everton, that was a massive six point. They drew 2-2. And then the display at Fulham was abysmal. Um, It was a crazy sort of basketball game of football, 3-5. He's got John Terry with him. He's got Craig Shakespeare with him, who knows Leicester City was there mm. uh, with Ranieri yeah, and then became manager. Um, I, I just think Dean needs to have a break. If it, He's only interim manager here. If they stay up, will they give him the job or will they go give it to Graham Potter? I think Dean needs a break away. I think Frank Lampard, people like this, just need longer periods away. I think like Frank, Frank Lampard, no disrespect to Frank, uh, I reckon he should just bin it, personally. As a Do you know when, when Eddie Howe, when Eddie, <laughs> Howe had, when Eddie Howe had his period away, and it was an extended period away from Bournemouth, mm. he went, he did things like go out to Atletico Madrid and see how they did things. And there are one or two tricks he would have learned out there from Simeone mm. or see Newcastle players doing um, time wasting and one thing or another but he learned he went out he gave himself that period of time away to learn and I, and I think managers sometimes just jump straight back into it yes. too early um, but we'll, we'll, we'll wait and see you know well I just don't I think he's not he's, I, I, I don't know I, I'll, I'm, t- I'm just looking at it from the bees and the whatever it was I said earlier I'm just looking at it from the uh the lay eye, you know, just someone who's watching thinking that's, uh, I don't think he's, um, he doesn't seem to prove himself. And they just look at the same people all the time. Sean, Sean Deitch, I get, you know, Sean Deitch. I think I would like to see Sean Deitch be given a proper chance with someone, actually. It'd be really good if he keeps Everton but up. He keeps Everton up, though. Uh, and they give him they give him what he wants and he has a chance. I would love to see him because, you know, Everton's a massive club. And he, I don't know Sean Deitch. I know he likes a punch up, but... Um, I would like to see him be given a chance because he's only we only ever see him as a survival manager if that makes any sense 
Here's Leicester. 15 of Leicester players will enter this summer either out of contract or within a year of the end of their contract. Really? Yeah. Um, it's a club at a crossroads for lots of reasons. Yeah. If they go, if they go down, I, I can't see them coming back up again straight away because Madison will leave, um, and one or two others are coming to the end. Tillemans will leave uh, his contracts up anyway, so it'll be a struggle for them. You know, if Everton can go down, I think they will come back up um, almost straight away because Sean Dykes, they'll give Sean Dykes the job of bringing them back up. And mm. um, it, it no one, you you have to be of a certain age, um, you know, you've been very very old to have known Everton in the second tier, um, and next to Arsenal they've had the longest run in their in their top flight so it's it's just uncharted waters for all of us to see Everton mm. out, out the top flight yeah and they could win they could they could absolutely thrash Bournemouth at the weekend Bournemouth might be on the beach as so many people seem to think they were I've just got a sneaky feeling it's never as easy as that on the last day of the season it's never as easy you know as uh, it's going to be there's going to be so many nerves and, and though it is in Everton's hands because they are the giant team there Leeds have got too much to do I, I can't see that part of that three way equation coming out I just think Leicester City that draw at Newcastle United was so important for them and if they go, if Leicester go two up against West Ham United um, who will not want to risk, it's at the back of the players minds mm. last game of the season, they don't want to risk injury and miss that uh, conference final, if Leicester go two up early on and it's nil at Goodison or they're trailing at Goodison, goodness me it's not. It's never the happiest of places when things are going wrong. That those fans kept Everton in the Premier League last season, um, and they'll have to play a major part in mm. doing it. I've got so many friends who are Everton fans um, that, that are de- have been desperate all season. Well, desperate for years the way the club's been going, and um, the, the um, Mashiri years have just not worked out as they hoped they would. And we'll know. We'll know. You know. We'll, but the next time we hit the air with a podcast, we will know. Who's a, yeah. who's a championship team next season? Everton well, would be. I think would Everton be the biggest team ever to play in in terms of in terms of heritage to be, you know, dumped from the Premier League. Well, you right you'd you, 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 you'd be better better informed than that than I. Um, well, you could argue Forest when they went out last time. No, they haven't got the length of the. You know, yes, they won the Champions Cup, European Champions Cup, and the mm. Brian Clough in the title. But Everton have got a longer, I think. Everton have got this massive pedigree. Remember the eighties? The, the yeah, team that yeah, was so yeah. dominant was denied a place in Europe because of the European ban. Ban, yeah, um, yeah, yeah it's true. I so, think Leicester. Uh, uh, you're right. You know that's a that's a really they've got the they've got the upper hand with that West Ham. That's that's exactly what you're saying is true because they're going to be thinking I want to play in that cup. He might even rest players because he's got nothing to lose there unless he's playing for positions. Time is, run, time is running short. I need, I'm going to put you on the spot. Luton or Coventry, which one? Pick a Luton. If Luton. If Luton played like they did, they're, they're definitely up. Physically strong, very unified as a group. Unbelievable. Uh, they don't like them up them. They don't like it up them. They Luton, don't like so, it up them. They I, were I think, non-stop, relentless. Bang, bang, yeah. bang, bang. Very physical. Real throwback. But um, they'll shake a few up in the Premier League should they yeah. come up. I think Luton will win that one. And wouldn't it be oh. just like football if Sheffield Wednesday do not win... I, the, uh, I want Darren Moore uh, to win. I want Darren Moore to win. I like Darren Moore. I don't know him, but I, I, I've got a feeling I like him. I do. So, I've met him. He's a very, very gentle, big, big, gentle giant. giant. And, uh, yeah, I know like every all, all the managers who've worked with him. 
none of them have got a bad word to say about no. it. No. Anyway, that's uh, JPNT for uh, just one uh, more, one more thing, one more thing, one more thing. Done it again. Beyond all the issues that have to be decided, and Manchester United will desperately try and stop Manchester City. I think that's a hiccup game for the treble, the FA Cup final. I think, I think they'll win the Champions League. We'll talk more about that next time. Yeah. But one thing I desperately want to see in the summer, beyond football results, what I desperately want to see in the summer is the games rulers to sort out the handball law. Because the handball law, to get the offside law, that, that that's the thing that's governed by lines now and mathematics. The handball law is a complete and utter farce. Yeah. And I want to see them address that situation. Do you know what I think of it's handball, it's handball. Even if it's ball to hand. Just, it's handball, it's handball. Yeah, they got the ball kicked into his hand. Handball. That's it. He handled it. He didn't mean to, but he did. So that's it. Tough. Sh- you know what I mean? Penalty. <laughs> Bollocks, I say. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, wait and finish. Sports Social Podcast Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.